Dirt Balls. December is here, which means I would like to get rid of koozies that I have sitting right in front of me in my basement. So we're bringing back podcast review time to get two free koozies in the mail. All you need to do is leave a review on Apple with your Twitter handle or on Spotify. We're really going for Spotify reviews now. They don't allow reviews, but they do five-star ratings. Send me a screenshot that you rated the show on Spotify. One of two options. Just send me a screenshot from Spotify. Leave your Twitter, Instagram handle on the review on Apple. DM me. I'll DM you. Whatever works. And we'll get those koozies out. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andy. Happy COVID Friday, Joey. Oh, my God. Three years, no COVID. I mean, we're coming up on almost three years ago, COVID hit. Did the math. I think it's like been 995 days or whatever since Rudy Gobert touched all the microphones. No COVID for me. Omicron performing in sold-out basements in New York City. Eddie Ift having COVID in a, in a car. And then... As I said on my Instagram post where I announced my COVID positivity, four days in Texas. It's all you need. I joked so many times on stage there that like they didn't even deal with COVID. Like they never thought about fucking getting vaccinated or whatever. And they were all like, <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, I'm going to counter that. I'm going to say just I know just as many people who've got COVID who are vaccinated. So no, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I think I think it's a. I think it's a double. I think it's a two takes two to tango, as they say, Andy. I think you absolutely have a less chance of getting it if you're around other vaccinated people as opposed to if you're not. It's just like being in the Jerry Dome, 100,000, you know, Walmart shopping, Buffalo Wild Wings eating unvaxxed people. But Here you I know am. what? You know what? I, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know what to believe anymore at that at this point. Uh, as far as the chances to reduce, my brother. One of my brothers has tested positive, and he is max vaxxed to the tenth degree, right? And I was with him all Saturday night. That's my point. I don't. I don't have it. None of my other brothers have it. It's 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 a weird disease like that. Um, I know you want to just shit on Texas. And that's good because people have called to defend Texas. Well, I got to say, let me just say this. Um, I got a lot of DMs and, you know, the. Uh, it's sort of like I'm not surprised that the the callers have one uh, angle and the DMs have another. But every single person who DM would me 
I would say almost all of them, either I'm from Texas or I live in Texas. And you're absolutely right. Spot on. You nailed it about Texas. And I was like, oh, thank you. Glad, glad to hear from people who are actually there or who have some, you know, have some history with Texas agreeing with me. I think I'm team Texas overall. I think I'm team Texas. Yeah, you also live in Cincinnati, Ohio. You don't mind going out to an Applebee's from time to time. See, see, you know? I knew you're going to do that. But as someone like myself, you lived, who, you lived in Venice Beach. You avoided Abikini. You only shopped at Costco. Like, listen, you're a Midwesterner at heart. You like your big box stores. You like your corporate restaurants. You know. Well, well, th- well. First of all, I avoided Abikini because it was too bougie. Did I go to Costco all the time? Yes, but it's not like I was posting up shop at I, I i don't know that you know i wasn't going to chick-fil-a when i lived in venice right i wasn't going to the now did i occasionally hit up a little tea bizzle a little taco bell yeah I, I just here's the thing with me in texas i think it's a big state there's a lot that, like you didn't even mention san antonio i think san antonio is a great city i've actually never been to san antonio the river walk i mean I, look i i think is it safe to say the Riverwalk has an olive garden on it? It might. Yeah, probably does. It's like the Riverwalk. I'm sure I, I'm certain that the Riverwalk itself, the walking of the river, immaculate. Also, never being to San Antonio and knowing nothing about it, never even Googling it. I have a feeling that that Riverwalk is lined with corporate buffoonery. I don't remember. I, have, I haven't been there in like 20 plus years. I just know Charles Barkley is not a fan of the women of San Antonio. Okay, good to know. I don't know if you've seen that. He has been calling them fat and large for years. I think finally he actually I don't know when's the last time he said that, but like he's been able to get away with that one for a long time in this culture that would not allow those sort of things. Fat but, shaming. Yes. I I don't even know anymore. Everything is shaming. So look. I can play, I can play a call. These ones aren't actually that bad. These aren't like, hey, fuck you, I'm from Texas. Yeah. Like it's not that. Well, I know that they're not that because those people I've I that's that's my entire point. Those people don't actually exist. There's no yeehaw fucking Texans. They're they're just like fucking corporate big box store restaurant eating. what, What about Amarillo? I feel like Amarillo was a fun town. I know, but I mean, as far as like the cowboy type of vibe. I mean, the big Texan where we did the 72 ounce state contest. You know, that kind of now granted, those guys weren't like that. The the owners. You know, I don't know. Let's let, let's hop into a car or two. Let's let's just see. Great. As I lay here in bed with my Texas sized COVID. I'll listen to people defend Texas. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. Well, this one's a long one. Let's let's start off with a shorter one. What's up, boys? It's your number one Austin Dirtball KT coming at you just to follow up on Joe's, you know, what he was saying about Texas last episode. He's saying Texas is actually the worst state ever. Blah, blah, blah. My man was at the worst part of Texas. I'm pretty new to Texas over here in Austin, but so unique. We got so much shit over here. Like every single bar is different. I don't really see any change where I'm at here in Austin. 
But I met some cowboy out here who was talking about Dallas, and he was saying he lived there for five years, and he makes friends everywhere he goes. And for the five years he was there, he didn't make a single friend. Just goes to show, like, Dallas is shit, man, and you should come do a show in Austin. So condoms, let's talk about the condoms. They are for Joe, not acknowledging that he has to do 24 hours in Ikea. Like, what's good with the best if Joe's not going to pay up? Come on, man. Let's do it. The dirt balls are waiting. A little shade there at the end for you. All right. Well, I'm going to take this in order. First of all, I, you and I went, I've been to Austin many times in my life. You and I went, how many times in a row, how many years in a row did we go to Austin in October to do comedy? Two, three years in a row? Yeah, two or three years in a row we went. I've been to Austin a dozen times. Austin. Austin's great. Also, if you fucking hang around Texans, they shit on Austin. The rest of the company. The rest but, of the country. But again, but again, who is that? Because I would argue that like Austin's the capital. It's a big city. Like they're not people who are. So there's millions of people in greater Austin. They're not shitting on. That's a lot of people. If you go. No, I know. But I'm saying if you go around Texas, there's a lot. Of, and and the texting, they almost feel like Austin isn't like the way it's their their blue enclave, whatever. Like the majority of Texas is red corporate buffoonery. Now, the fact that we have this like one outlier place. Yeah. So you're telling me the place, the reason Texas is great is because there one there's one place in Texas that doesn't feel like Texas. Well, look, I, I, I like Austin. I said that in my in my intro. I, I look, I agree about Dallas Fort Worth. I, I'm not a fan. I've been there a bunch, too. I mean, there's only so many times we all know every time I go there, I go to the spot where JFK JFK was assassinated. Like that that's there's only so many times you can see that and i've seen it every time i've gone there i'm not the biggest fan of dallas fort worth i also know we didn't spend enough time in houston you know that's why i brought and also why i brought up the beach towns i was like if you've been to south padre island have you been on the gulf coast it's beautiful you know my point is texas to play devil's advocate is just it's such it's there's such a geographic diversity is all i'm saying like people forget holy shit there's like a big mountain range in west texas do you know what i'm saying like i know what you're saying about dallas fort worth but it just feels like even when we drove because we drove from new mexico to amarillo to dallas to houston we did the whole thing my point is sure in between there's little fucking pockets but for the majority i would say the majority of tech like people go oh dallas for yeah that's dallas fort worth i would say the majority of texas looks like dallas fort worth well now again i i I think you said you've done the same thing i've driven east to west as well that was more of a north to south drive so like California is beautiful, right? Like California is by far the best state geographically in the entire country. I, I would argue uh, like you could put California up there in the world. There's also shitty parts of California. I'm just sure. saying, you know what there's I'm shitty, saying? There's shitty parts of everywhere. For sure. My, my point is if you're in, you know, I don't know, New York City and you want to drive to Albany, for example, you know, the capital of New York, you're going to go through a lot of little fucking towns, a lot of little, you know, 
village greens and home stores and like mom and pop shops and whatever. And yeah, every once in a while, you're going to get a mall. All of Texas just feels like a goddamn strip mall. I got you. And, 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 and I think that's fair. The and area. honestly, you go and you're if you're in L.A., if you're in the Valley, it feels like that sometimes, too. For sure. So. Also, let's get, take this in order. Second of all, I actually brought up me doing the Ikea bet recently and said I was going to get it done. In that same conversation, I pointed out that actually Andy owes us one before that. So if you're going to come with condoms or for not refilling your bets, go for the guy who owes the original one, and then we'll get to the next one, and then we'll get to the current one. Well, it's a little convoluted. I, I because of the L chain, was punished to a women's study class with a caper that I had to submit. So that was actually after the season, I believe. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. There's you and I each have an outstanding bet, is what we're getting to. So, and I just talked recently about doing the IKEA one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not too worried personally. Like, like the bet, the bets will be settled. I, I understand there's there's anxiousness on how long some of these are taken, and that's fair. But the bets, the bets will be settled. They're they're always settled. So don't 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 worry about that. Everything's going to work out in that regard. But thanks for your call about how the place in Texas that's not like Texas makes Texas great. I agree. Well, and then we have a call. He left a bunch of calls. Let's see how we can get through this. Um, I believe he was at your show, this guy. Hey, Joe and Andy. This is Tyler um, out in Dallas, Texas. I just wanted to comment on Joe's uh, Texas takes. I think they're a little unfair. Um, like y'all said, I think Austin has a lot of good um, personality to it, a lot of soul. And I think it's pretty well liked in Texas. I mean, of course, you have your your older generation that might, and you know, far right people might not like Austin for the liberal parts of it. But every big city has has this liberal parts, and so I think I think Austin's very well liked for the soul and the food and everything. And even Dallas, Dallas is super corporate, and Plano, Frisco, like those areas are super corporate, strip molly that kind of vibe. Um, but there's areas around Dallas that have a lot of soul, a lot of culture, a lot of fun air, uh, fun places like Fort Worth, um, Denton. And yeah, those are some, those are a couple of big ones that come like to my mind, like just fun. Oh, Grand Prairie, like just a couple of fun areas to, to go, to go to concerts, eat some good food, um, and have some fun nightlife. But I thought it was a little unfair. Um, to, to deem it as a as a terrible state as a whole. Also, Houston has a lot of great spots. San Antonio is underrated. Um, El Paso, not not much to talk about that. Uh, El Paso is kind of meh. But yeah, downtown Dallas, Plano, Frisco, they're pretty corporate, and I could see you thinking that for sure. Um, another thing I just wanted to bring up. I know Joe knows about it, but um, freaking Allen. Crashing into that table and breaking the table. I'm dead. I've been trying to t uh, contact the comedy house to get us footage of that because I. So he goes on and on. The car runs out and he goes on. He keeps talking about this Alan running into the table during your show. Yeah, it was after the show. 
we were all hanging out in the bar. And he, I don't know if he leaned on the table or walked in the table, but the whole tabletop just came off. Like he came undone from the from the legs. And uh the the club was like, Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. And like he's just standing there holding the top of the table. Oh, uh, what do you want to do about this? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he did a terrible dude. You did a terrible job defending Texas in that. You're like, yeah, it's pretty corporate. He's right. Austin's cool. Some other like you didn't really defend it. I just feel like the thing about Texas and and like, listen, I know I went on a rant about how corporate, but it, it seems like it seems like the thing is Texas is sort of a reverse of most. And listen, there's a lot of states that are like this. Um, and you know. To be fair, yeah, maybe I'm a coastal elite who likes the things that I like, but the pockets in like, don't tell me about the pockets inside your your corporate wasteland, because that's kind of proving my point. What I'm saying is most places have like a soul and then they have this big area every place, you know, like when I was growing up, you went down to White Plains to go to the mall where there was all the corporate office buildings and whatever. It's like it feels like it's a reverse in Texas. You have to go hunting for a place to get a cup of coffee instead of being like, we got to get in the car and go to the mall. Well, you know, like you know what I, the big thing is? You got in the car and went to the mall. If you're in Texas, you're at the mall. You live at the mall. You're, you're going to have to get a map and a magnifying glass and go find a place to get a cup of coffee that wasn't served fucking at, at Starbucks. I like to judge places now. Are there. Are there good bike trails? Like, I know it sounds, it might sound ridiculous. I don't think there's, I don't think outside of Austin, there is a bike in Texas. But that's my point. Like, are there areas where I can go on a bike or a run through some sort of nature that are extended through large paths? Does that make sense? Like, if, if, if you don't have that, like, then your place kind of sucks, in my opinion. Like, there, if there's no scenic beauty, if I can't enjoy a, a body of water, whatever, ocean, lake, river, if you don't have that. I I know I've never been a big fan of downtown Dallas being there. You know, like what what what's to it? Again, every time I've gone there, it's like how many times am I going to stand on the X where JFK was shot? Like how many times am I going to do that? I heard Kanye is moving to Texas. Is this true? Is that? Did you really hear that? No. No. How about Chris Paul taking just some serious shrapnel? Just yeah. minding his own business, playing basketball, and he is suddenly accused of banging Kim Kardashian. And literally, Kanye's gone from Twitter. You've been so like, I'm going to play the devil's advocate lately on everything. I thought for sure you're going to be like, listen, we got to hear Kanye out. He's lost his mind, man. I think the best part of the Kanye thing was he was on a show where the host ended up costing himself in the hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, because he said Sandy Hook was fake and refused to back down for years. And then Kanye was saying shit. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's wild, dude. Whoa. It's what it's whoa. wild. He was like, Nazis are good people. He's like, can we just hold on? We're going to have to take a break here. It is wild. Of all the people who's like, yo, tap the brakes, Alex Jones. It's, it's, 
it's sad. Like I like I don't know any other way to put it. Like we're just witnessing a complete and utter meltdown. I know people are going to say, "Oh, it's more than like it's just." I, I don't even know how to describe it. The irony is, I guess the last song I was listening to in my car was Jesus Walks last night. This is before, or maybe this had already happened. I wasn't on Twitter yesterday, really. And then when I got in my car today, it came right back on. And like the first thing I thought was like, oh, this guy likes Nazis. Like, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? It was it was kind of like after I watched the Michael Jackson documentary. I've been, I've been doing the I've been doing the joke on stage. It's like none of this should surprise anybody. Right. Like Kanye kind of told us how this was all going to happen. He put out an album called Jesus. He has a literal Jesus Christ complex. And now he's getting crucified by the Jews. So, you know, we he told us how the story ends. That is pretty funny. That's a good, that's a good bit. So I do want to know, here's the thing about the Kim K, Chris Paul thing to bring it back to something sports related. Of course, they're all denying it. I went to the the best source for this, as we know, TMZ. Um, Wait, what? How is, this is where you went of all, of all the people to say that you're not going to go. But hold on. What I love Black sports online. What's what's with your boy? Oh, I, I haven't did, gone to black sports online, but, but this I is your man. This is like, this is right up his alley. You're right. I did see a tweet today from at rap. There, there's a Twitter feed at rap. So I had, I did not know about this photo. The photo is resurfacing of Drake and his friends wearing Chris Paul jerseys, three different Chris Paul jerseys when he was beefing with Kanye. Wow. So like to me, like why why is Drake and his two boys all wearing Chris Paul jerseys, different jerseys, and this was the middle of his beef? So I trust that photo of at rap on Twitter over anything somebody's saying to somebody in TMZ personally. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Who's denying it to TMZ? The whole Kardashian family? Of course, which is like whatever. Yeah. A source close to the situation tells us the allegation is absolutely false and just an example of a desperate man trying to shift his wrongdoings onto Kim. The source says this is not true and sadly it's an ongoing pattern of Kanye attacking Kim to redirect everyone's attention after a day of crazy antics where he said every hateful and offensive thing he can possibly dream of. So yeah, that that does nothing to me. Now, does a picture of Drake when he's beefing with Kanye wearing a Chris Paul jersey mean something to me? Yeah, it does. Also, I learned in that article, he is giving her child support, which is wild to me. Yeah. So they settled. She gets 200,000K a month in child support. That's nuts. Like, why? She probably, she might have more money than also, him at this just point. Like, no, she doesn't. But just even $2.4 million a year in child support? How much support do your kids need? I mean, seriously. Let's let's see what BSO has to say. I can't believe this wasn't your first look. You're like the place we all go for our news, TMZ. Oh, this is a good cash. And this is his tweet from three hours ago. Kim Kardashian addresses if like a good neighbor, Chris Paul with their 
it, hold on, let me read it slower. Kim Car, this is the tweet from Black Sports Online, Robert Latow. Kim Kardashian addresses if, like a good neighbor, Chris Paul with there for her when Kanye wasn't around, and if Ye caught her and CP3 running the pick and roll in his bed. Parentheses deleted tweet picks. So he's letting the world know, you know, because Kanye got suspended. It's a deleted tweet. It's a pretty good caption. It's insanity. The great, it's a great caption. I, I I don't see anything. Oh, he's got the he's got the Twitter reacts. Scale of one to ten, with ten being Chris Paul, Ben Kim K, and one being no way in hell. Where are you at? Uh, seven. I like it. I'm going to seven or eight. I'll say eight. That that Drake and his boys wearing, that's all I need. Why were they wearing Chris Paul jerseys? I just feel like Kanye, first of all, everything we know about Kanye. How many times have we seen Kanye? Kanye's not Jay-Z. Kanye's not like sitting courtside at the garden. Kanye, as far as I know, not even like a hoops fan. If he's just going to make up a random person, you know? Well, also to me, Chris Paul's a random guy, you know? But also the Suns, Booker. Booker was dating one of the other ones. I think he still might be, is he? I don't know. I think they might be broken up. You ever seen a family love NBA players as much as all them? Like it is fascinating. That is fascinating to me. That'd be like, so I've right four brothers, right? Five boys. That'd be like all of us marrying nurses. Like, if you really think about it, it's like you all like the one profession. No, they all like super duper rich black guys. Also, wasn't one with like a rapper, wasn't one with no, like no, a- some of them data have dated rappers for sure, but like. Like the through line is like, well, I think Kevin Hart's married. Will Smith's married. I think Idris Elba might be married. I mean, what are we talking about here? If you want a super famous, super rich black guy, what is, what what pools are you working with? Cancel. No, is it is that cancelable? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I think everything is. I think it happened. That's all I know. I think it happened. Now, if he walked in on her and him, even wilder. Because Chris Paul has always played this. You know, he's like a goody two-shoe, right? Like he plays that, even though even though they say he's kind of dirty on the court. But like, right? I'm just saying, like, if you compare his vibe with other NBA guys, like he's doing State Farm commercials. He doesn't have any tattoos. He doesn't have any tattoos that I know of, right? Does he have any tattoos? I don't know. I'm saying he's a very buttoned up, in my opinion, guy. And apparently he's he's banging Kim Kardashian. I don't know. I wonder what Chris Humphreys thinks about all this. We should try to bring him on the show. What's he up to these days? I don't I think isn't, he's- it, isn't it crazy? I thought about the other day. I'm like, dude, she was married to Chris Humphreys. That's all they could get at the time. Yeah. That was when she was just like that. That was when it was just like reality show shit. Now she's you know, selling people spanks and diet pills and makeup and whatever. Now she's it's, a brand. It's nuts. 
But listen, Kanye upped her profile huge. Like it's like huge. no, yeah, yeah. Well, another TMZ <laughs> random news. We'll get this out of the way right now. John Kitna's kid was arrested. He's a Florida backup quarterback for child porn. Jalen Kidna, he's now been kicked off the team. Did you see this? I did. Possession of porn. I love his his defense. Did you see his defense? No. He said uh, he remembered sharing the two images, but believed them to be legal since he found them online. It's always a good defense. Did he get arrested for like two images of like two borderline whatevers? Because usually when you get like arrested for child porn, you got like servers full of naked kids. Yeah, I, 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 uh, well, that's mugshot. Not good. So it, uh, let me scroll through. Sorry. Come on. Give me, give me the, uh, the arrest. So, like I said, he was dismissed. So he's, I'm not seeing exactly. I'm not seeing exactly what, you know, he, there, I mean, that's two images, but yeah, I don't see, I don't see anything else. I, I just watched him play, which is funny. Like I had the Florida state. Was he their starter? No, he was the backup. He was young. He okay. was 19. But but he the guy got injured the other day. I had it on. I was like folding laundry and I had like Florida, Florida State on, just like background. And he got in and I didn't know. I was like, oh, kidness kid. I didn't know he played. No, Kitten was a big look. I'm I'm not I'm not saying it's Kitten's fault. Kitten was a big Jesus guy, though. Yeah. I think he was like a preacher. Could I be wrong in that? I know he was a gym teacher. Yeah, I have no idea. But like he was a big Jesus guy, wasn't he? If you say so. I mean, I I, I tend to believe that those guys will be like when in doubt, if you were like, yeah, he was a big Jesus guy. I'm like, okay, if you say so. Yeah. I I, I can't see exactly how many pictures. I don't know. Anyway. The rumor is the, the Cowboys are going to sign him. He's an emergency quarterback. Yeah. Jalen Kitten is going to be the emergency quarterback. He's going to be warming up on the sidelines with Odell by the end of the weekend. Is Odell going to go to Dallas? I feel like that's what this whole thing's about, but I could be wrong. Because he supposedly met with the Giants, and then he like did this whole press conference after. like I just, I just want to win. Or whatever. I feel like he went to the Giants so that he could go to the Cowboys and not pretend he didn't give them a shot. How would that make you feel? Um, the Cowboys. Well, it would make me feel terrible because I'm such an Odell fan and I root for him wherever he goes. But I want I wouldn't want to root for him on the Cowboys. I'd want to root for him on the Bills. I'd want to. I'd really want to root for him anywhere but an NFC East team. I'd even root for him on the Patriots. You know what I mean? But no, it would hurt. 
because I'm an Odell guy. But you can't root for him to play well. Yeah. I know. Well, another wide receiver news. Antonio Brown. I, I don't know what's actually happening. Yesterday, yeah. there, there was tweets saying that he was had a standoff he was in an arm standoff, and then no tweets following that up. Like, no oh, tweets. that situation, that situation's been resolved. No tweets. An arm situation with the cops. Now the, the main story is just a dude. I, I googled that. I couldn't find any updates. Now it's just an arrest warrant was issued over domestic battery. I mean. Is he full-blown CTE? Yes. Like Antonio Brown, is he the poster? Or like, are him and Aaron Hernandez the poster ch- children for like the worst in OJ? Like, are, is is like is that my Mount Rushmore of CTE? And then there's all the people that killed themselves because that's what it. I'm saying. You got guys like Junior Seau, yeah, who killed themselves. But I mean, as far as like. Not people who commit suicide, more people who just lose their mind post-career. Yeah. There's your podcast, by the way. There's your podcast. There's what? There's your new podcast. Antonio Brown and? OJ. Oh, there you go. They could have Kanye on to talk about. I was just going to say, throwing Kanye. He has some sort of CTE, some sort of thing going on. Imagine those three having conversation. Hey, it's your friend OJ. Yeah. It's a good friend OJ. I'm here with my good friend Antonio Brown and my good friend Kanye. <laughs> Raise your hand if you want to murder your wife, but you never did. And it's like, OJ, come on. What are we talking about here? Let's let's check in on OJ. I, I miss OJ. Oh, oh Trump be like, there he is. Great guys on this podcast. All titans of their industry. <laughs> OJ tweeted yesterday, great weekend of football coming. Let's see what OJ has to say on Twitter. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Hey, Twitter well, world. Ah, boy, do we have some football coming this weekend, huh? Starting the night with my Buffalo Bills going against New England. One thing I know about New England... Belichick is trying to run the ball at the Bills, and I'm hoping the Bills try to run the ball at least more than they have in the past with their halfbacks uh, at New England. You know, this weekend I I ran in Terrell, uh, into Terrell Davis, and Terrell and I got to talking about our 2,000 yard seasons. And well, can, by the way, I, yeah, can you imagine? I'm a positive. I met. I'm, I found. I ran into Terrell Davis at the at the uh, 2000ers club. <laughs> We talked about our 2,000-yard season. Terrell, Terrell Davis, again, just sitting at home, like, making a turkey sandwich. Like, this motherfucker's bringing me into his Yeah, career. yeah. Terrell like, Davis is, like, getting his braces tightened when he hears his, what? <laughs> getting new rubber bands put on his braces. How long has Terrell Davis had braces, man? <laughs> I think he's a... Uh... I think he's an NFL network analyst, but like if I'm Terrell Davis, I'm like, leave my name out your fucking mouth. Leave yeah. it out of my brace induced mouth. Leave it out yeah. of your mouth too. 
Let's see. Let's see what what this interaction had to be like. The runners a day, and who will be the next two thousand yard guy? And one thing we kind of laughed about is uh, uh, how some of the runners a day, even our favorites like Elliot and uh, Chubb, them uh, after you know a couple of effort runs in a row, how they raised their hands up to come off the field, even when they're in the red zone. I said, I would have, Terrell, I would have never done that. He said he would have never done that, especially in the red zone. I said, okay, let's play a quick game of OJ. OJ Simpson, did this or did this not happen? Joe, did any of this conversation happen? No. None of it. You don't think they talked at all. I mean, where is he seeing Terrell Davis? (laughs) Club. It's like those two, Eric Dickerson. I mean, who else is alive in that? Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Chris Johnson. Yeah, good good one there. Uh, I understand it, though. Sometimes you get tired and you might fumble, and a lot of teams are tackling the football now. But take it from me. A guy who had enough energy to murder his wife and a waiter, still run home, pack for Chicago, <laughs> leave for Chicago, and call a Notre Dame game. That back in my day, you didn't ask for a lead. You didn't put your hand up midway through stabbing somebody to death and say, help me out, son. Unless, of course, you're one of those people that believe my son was also there, which is part of the <laughs> the theories i just had him watching though he was my lookout i uh, unlike the zeke elliott's and the saquon barkley's uh, the, the, the runners i do like unlike them you'll never see me put up my hand and say can i have done your mother and the waiter will you help me out with the next person no i did it all myself oj said tackling the football and like he's he's explaining football at this point uh, uh, I see it with the with the Bills. Uh, if you look at some of these um, red zone interceptions that Josh Allen has thrown, most of them have come after some hell of a efforts, running efforts to get first downs in the fourth uh, quarter. And you know when you get tired, you make poor decisions. And I think uh, he threw some passes that normally he would not throw. Uh, and I think a lot of that had to do with a little bit of fatigue. They can help him. It's easy to start running the handbacks in the second half, especially when you got a uh, two-touchdown lead. Now, I got USC playing Utah, the only team that beat uh, that has beaten them. So he said great football of weekend coming. And this is like, maybe you shouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. This is the worst analysis ever. I thought you'd be, Take dude, it you, from me. When you get tired is when you make bad decisions. It was only after <laughs> I stabbed somebody 60 times <laughs> that I realized I should not drip blood all the way down the hallway behind Cato's house. Had that blood not, there wouldn't have even been a trial. But I was tired. I still had to pack. It was late. And that is why behind Cato's cottage became the red zone. Red with my blood. (laughs) As I dribbled it all the way. Other, had I not been so tired, I would have probably gotten a handkerchief, wrapped up my hand, put it in a pocket so as not to dribble my DNA all the way across the neighborhood of Brentwood. Down San Vicente through Bundy Drive, 
I had to cross Greta Green Lane at one point. Blood everywhere. Because I was tired. Oh, man. The gift that just keeps on giving. OJ. Honestly, probably one of the worst decisions I ever made when I was tired was letting a, 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 a unemployed actor live in my... I'm OJ. Why am I even having somebody live in my guest house? I didn't need the money. He caught me one day, though, after I was practicing in the garage, stabbing a, a, a cardboard cutout that looked like Nicole. And he got me when I was tired. He came in. He said, any chance you're renting your pool house? And I was tired, and I made a red zone faux pas. <laughs> uh, remember when Cato was doing stand-up? I'm surprised he's not headlining still. Were you ever on a show with Kato Kalen? No. You know where he popped in once. This isn't going to surprise you. How do you spell Kato? Is it C-A or C or K? It's K-A. <laughs> he popped in on the, uh, the hostel show. No. Dude, I swear to God. This is when Filipowski was running it. Because he knew him, of course. So Filipowski's like, you got to come tonight, dude. It's going to be crazy. Screech is going to be there. Cato's going to be there. I've heard Jeremy Piven from Entourage is getting in the game. Uh, what was what was Willis's name from different strokes? He's going to come by and run some stuff for the people who don't speak English. He uh, Skippy from Family Ties. He pops in. And uh, I don't know, this is like, this is like 2010. And uh, he pops into uh, the hospital. I, you know, I was hosting the show. And I bring him up to do jokes. And uh, he, he was doing OJ jokes, 2010. <laughs> like, like he, he was, dude, think, think about this. He was doing jokes to foreigners who were like, 21, 22, this is probably, again, like 2010. They don't have any clue who this guy is. Dude, the murders happened in 94. He's like, knock, knock. Who's there? Not OJ. I didn't see shit. <laughs> what? Dude, he did like a, I don't know, seven or eight minutes of jokes. And it was all OJ shit. And I was like, dude, you, I mean, you talk about just squeezing 15 minutes of fame. Like, Dude, you're 16 years removed. I just pulled up his Twitter. Uh, it says, former house guest, current adult living behind my own house. Find me on Cameo. Ah. That's what we got going on. What does Kato Kalen charge for a Cameo? Take a guess. 129.99. $60 for a personal video. Wow. That's pretty good. $650 for a business video. $180 for a live video call. What do you charge, Joe? On, on We'll plug your cameo. What do you charge? I don't know. Look it up. $39.99 or something like that? You don't, you don't even know what you charge? I don't know what I charge anymore. So you charge 33 for a personalized 33. video. There you go. For a personalized video. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm halfway to Cato. What is a business video? I don't know. Do I even have a business price set? You do. $105. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they might just triple it for you or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. So glad we're going down these rabbit holes when you're like, I feel very ill. And I'm like, let's talk about OJ and Kato Kalen. Let's talk about OJ. Well, when you feel better, I know you'll have some cold Miller lights because I am positive you have some sitting in your fridge. And hopefully by Sunday, you can relax and have a cold beer. Now is the time to get your Miller Lite ready for this holiday season, guys. We all know you're going to be spending time with family, work parties. All those things are great times to have the Miller Lite flowing. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been the beer with taste you can depend on. No games, no gimmicks, just great beer. And they even have an amazing holiday gift shop. I don't know. I don't know if that's technically what it is. I'm going to call it that. They have a great shop of Miller Lite ideas over at shop.millerlite.com. Dude, there's so many great pieces of Miller Lite merch. I I keep seeing them, and the one that gets me every time is the one with the two clinking cans of Miller Lite at the top of a crew neck sweatshirt. Uh, looks so dope. Yeah, I, I will I will reach out and see if we can get those um get get some of those for you because I know how much you want those. So head on over. They have beernaments. Like you mentioned last week. Yeah. It's an ornament. And then you open it and you drink it as a beer. So and that way it's light enough to then hang on the tree after. Correct. So some great stuff that they have over there. And uh go ahead and check that out. Miller Light, great taste, 96 calories. Go to Millerlight.com forward slash dirty sports to find delivery options near you. Or you can give the gift of Miller time this holiday season. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell them. I think I completely butchered that, didn't I? It's okay, Andy. Everybody, everybody knows you're doing the best that you can. Yeah, I appreciate that. Let's let's get through this. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. Tis Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. I normally do better, Joe. I normally do better. Struggling. Anybody. So we started on our picks last night because there was a game. You gained a pick on me. Yeah. So we agreed. You took the Bills at minus four. I took the Patriots. The Patriots decided to, I don't know, just not not call a good game offensively. Because, like, defensively, I thought they held their own for them. I mean – you know, yeah, they did. They did decent defensively. It's just they just don't have any weapons. And again, their their quarterback situation is mediocre at best right now. I mean, Mac Jones, it's just he's just not great. He was under a lot of pressure. He didn't seem to be dealing with the pressure fantastically. And uh, yeah, as you saw the stat at the end of the game, they're now six and zero when they score more than seventeen points, and zero and six when they score less than seventeen points. So. They are uh, that, that would be most teams, though, right? As far as 
I mean, I don't know if 17 is the number but right. I mean, for most teams, low. but also, yeah, you look at it, it's just like every team is going to have a game where they, you know, have a shootout and win or play a close one and lose, whatever. But the Patriots are right there, 17 points, 6-0 if they can get to 17 points, 0-6 if they can't. Well, they're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think. I, I just think I think like that was one of those games you gotta win. They're just gonna have to go on a run. Basically, I'm saying I don't know if the Patriots can win four of their next five. I think they gotta do something like that. Right. You know, because I mean you have Baltimore and Cincy. You're figuring both of them will be in. Correct. And then you have the Jets at seven the, and four. The, the Dolphins and uh Bills who are both one of those teams wins the East. One of those teams is in for sure. And so that leaves you with one spot and that spot is either the Jets or the Chargers or the Patriots. Yeah. No, and for yeah, sure. I mean, the Jets, the Jets are, are, you know, seven and four, the, the Pats are six and six. So, you know, they have, they have a chance this weekend to pull away a little bit. And then of course the Chargers, you know, they, they're going to be tough as well. Obviously they have, their coaching debacle to, to, to deal with that play Josh Allen made where he looked like he was going to go out of bounds, man. Just unbelievable. It was unbelievable, but it, it was wild that those guys, everybody stopped playing. I mean, obviously there was a penalty. So that ball, uh, even if it's picked off, it doesn't matter, but damn, if those guys don't stop playing, it seems like he throws it right to somebody. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm still like the Bills. I don't know the Bills to me, and they were my team to win the Super Bowl. I think I might have picked them two years in a row. I just I don't know, like right right now. I don't know how confident I feel about them. You feel more confident in the Chiefs, obviously. Maybe the Bengals too, and not the Dolphins. No, I you you know I had a great back and forth on on Twitter in DMs with, with the dirtball who's a who's a big Dolphins guy and he's like you know and, and it's and fair was, whatever was it was it Mac and was the back and forth you owe us a thousand dollars? No, it was not Mac. I wish. Good reminder though. Seriously Mac pass. <sighs> it was about you know just me not giving Tua enough credit and you know you you always say you have to admit when you're wrong you're not admitting when you're wrong and you said he sucks and i don't remember maybe i did say he sucked in the past i you know he obviously doesn't suck but my thing about tua and i'll kind of reiterate what i told the dirt ball is is what i said to him and i think this is a fair bet i said let's make a friendly bet and it didn't have to be much money it could have just been a gentleman's bet i don't really care i said because burrow was kind of brought into the conversation and i said look man I'll bet you Burrow has three playoff wins right now. I said, I'll bet you Tua does not have three playoff wins before the start of the 2025 season. So I said, I'm giving you two seasons to win three playoff games, two more. I said, I just don't think it happens. And I, and I was like, for me, at the end of the day, on all this talk of all these guys, I think not only does playoffs matter, obviously who you're playing with and who's coaching you. Right. I, you know, all those things factor when we're deciding how good these quarterbacks are. And I also said, I said, look, man, obviously I'm a Burrow stand, but I said, I said, I said, last week is a prime example. Burrow was without his top receiver, 
and his top running back. I said, how well is Tua doing on the road against the Titans without wide receiver one and RB one? I don't think he's doing what Burrow's doing. I, that, to well, me, like, I mean, I, I don't. I think that that's. Uh, I think that conversation is just something that a Dolphins fan is uh, talking themselves into. I don't think Tua is close to Burrow. I, I agree. Um, but I think that that's maybe the. I think that's maybe even overreaching. What you've kind of got it like to me, and I said it last episode because, and I said I, I'm starting to believe in this Dolphins team, and it's and to me again, it really doesn't have that much to do with Tua, other than it seems like Tua can be good when surrounded with great players. I mean, they went out and they got him, you know, Tyree Kill, and I've talked about it before. It's like look back at those years when he didn't have the weapons that he has now. And what was he doing? It was question mark, question mark, question mark. Meanwhile, you know, the great quarterbacks of all time, they, they produced regardless of who's on the other side, uh, you know, who's, who's what receivers they have, at least when they're like up and coming and in their prime, like, yeah, you can say this guy didn't have enough weapons in his aging years, but I'm talking about guys come in the league and they produce regardless, you know, Herbert's not been incredible in terms of uh, winning playoff games so far, but he has produced and yeah, he's had a couple good receivers, but like he came into the league as what, whatever overall pick right behind Tua. And, you know, he's produced, he's run for 4,500 plus yards in every season that he's had. Yeah. And so to me, the, I'm starting to believe in this Dolphins team. And I said it last episode, which is this week you're going to get your chance to prove a lot against one of the best defense in football on the road. Sure. And I agree. And and if he plays well, obviously to me, the convert to me, the question mark about Tua is to a good enough. If his team is good enough around him to win a Super Bowl, which is, I don't know. I don't know right now. I used to say no. Now I'm saying, I don't know. Is Tua an elite quarterback in the NFL compared to the other guys that I think are elite? No, not even close in my opinion. But that that's really neither here nor there. Okay, let's, let's just say this season, and then we'll hop into our picks. Let's say this season right now, because this is where this conversation that I had with uh, Dirtball Damon, this is where it went. I said, look, he. I'll, I'll read verbatim when I wrote. I said, he's a top 10 QB in 2022. He's having a nice season when healthy, but a win against the Ravens and Bills in September slash October really means nothing to me. And that's where I agree with you. This is playoff type football atmosphere on the road against San Francisco, the number one ranked points per game defense in the entire league. So, so this meet, like, you know what I'm saying? Like those, those wins in September, they don't mean shit to me. It's, I don't know. They just don't. What can you do? And I think that's fair. I mean, well, if we're talking but to me, the que- to me, the question, it seems like everybody's having a different conversation about Tua. And it's like, to me, the question of is, is Tua in the, in the Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow, like the, the class of quarterback, Josh Allen. Yeah. The, the, I mean, in the last Justin couple of years, Herbert. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Justin Herbert. Okay. Like you can argue whatever, but it's like, to me, no, he's not in that class. And 
the fact that he's done it for 10 games or whatever so far, it's like, well, why are we even having this discussion? Why don't we have a discussion about having him having done it for 30 games so far? And if he was elite, why didn't he show it the second he showed up to the NFL? The way all of the truly great elite quarterbacks do, not always necessarily in wins and losses, but no one thought when Peyton Manning won four games and led, led the league in interceptions that he wasn't an elite quarterback sort of out of the gate. Sure. No, I agree. 100%. All right, so let's pull up the pick. So now you're you're down 4 after last night's W. So we have Steelers Falcons in Atlanta. Line is currently even, Joe. Well, I, you asked me last night, and I gave you the bills. So, you're so gonna, I, yeah, you go I was going to say, it's only fair. This is a tough one. Obviously, the, the Steelers burned me because the Colts just couldn't do anything. Steel, you know, Steelers are, here's, the, here's the thing about the Steelers. They're still going to continue to play hard. That's a Tomlin. Like, they're not going to give up, and they haven't, even though they started three and seven. They're not going to give up an even game here. It's at home. Mariota, yeah, just that interception absolutely killed me last week. Like that interception at the end. I don't trust Atlanta. They started so hot against the spread. I believe they started six and zero against the spread. Yeah. But um, back and forth, even. So we're just picking a winner. I'm gonna stick with the Steelers. It's a it's a home game for the Steelers. A home game for Atlanta. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna take Atlanta then. I like I like I, I've said it before on this show, and it's like people are so quick to sell on Kenny Pickett. I like Kenny Pickett. I believed in that game, but I think that this is what this Steelers team is gonna do now. They're gonna have the back and forth weeks. Uh the fact that it's in Atlanta and it's a pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Falcons to win the game. Okay, wow. It's a, it's a game I don't like. Excuse me, I don't like that at all. But yeah, could be another L for me. Okay, moving right along. Packers, Bears in Chicago. Packers are three-point favorites. I do not know the quarterback situation. We don't know who who's playing quarterback, and we also don't know... For either team? Yeah. Correct. Let me pull it up. See what we got here. Well, it kind of doesn't matter for me because I think uh I think I like the Packers minus three if Rogers or Love is playing. And I guess I like um I guess the only one I don't love is if Love is playing fields, but Rogers or Love against Trevor Simeon. I'll take the minus three and I will. Yeah, I'll stick. I'll take, I'll take the Packers. Looks like Rogers against fields. Just so you know. Okay, great. So you're going to take the Packers. I am. I am going to agree. So Rogers back. I'm going to take the pack. All right. Jags lions in Detroit. Ooh, God, this is where it starts getting tough to pick. All right. I am up. 
The Lions are a one-point fave against the Jags. Huge win for the Jags last week. Can they build upon that? I'm going to say no. Uh, again, another game I don't like. I'm going to go with the Lions, though, to win and cover at minus one. I'm going to take the Jaguars for a couple of reasons. One, I think we had the moment for the Lions. Like, everybody was on the Lions prior to the year starting. We talked, I mean, think about how many calls we took and all the things. Everybody loved the Lions. And then the Lions came out. They shit the bed. The only people that didn't bail were Lions Reddit. Uh, they won those three games in a row. And everybody's like, here, see, we had it. We got thing, And it's just now, to me, the 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 wheels start to come off. They play a close game on Thanksgiving. They 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 celebrate. Lions fans celebrate as if it's a fucking you know moral victory, right? Moral victories are for minor league coaches. So our boy JC's Jay Z said, "I'm gonna go with the Jaguars to win the game." Wow. Okay. Man. Lots of, you know, last week we had eight different picks and we split. I don't know if this is yeah. part of your strategy, um, but this is, it looks like we're going to have a lot of different picks this week. Okay. Jets at the Vikings. Big win for the Vikes last week. They're three point faves. While you think about that in your pick, I'm going to play a call. We have about um, Justin Jefferson. Joe, Andy, I'm starting episode 888 here. This is Nick from Iowa. I couldn't finish the episode without calling because I could not believe you guys didn't mention Justin Jefferson in the MVP conversation. 2022 stats, 81 receptions for 1,232 yards, averaging 15.2 yards a catch and five touchdowns. I think you guys need to evaluate your uh, top three there. And uh, give Justin Jefferson some love because without him, I don't think the Vikings would be anything right now. Let me know what you think. Peace out. Well, well let me start off. Uh, you're out of your mind, first of all. Much love. Appreciate the call. But so he doesn't even lead the NFL, and I know it's just one yard, but he doesn't leave the NFL lead the NFL in yards or receptions, and he only has five touchdowns. So like. Like last year, Cooper Cup won the triple crown, led the league in yards, rece receptions, and touchdowns. And he didn't get MVP. So, what are we talking about here, man? I always look at the MVP conversation from two different angles the legit de definition of the term, most valuable player to which Justin Jefferson would probably be somewhere in the, I don't know, top, let's call it top 25, maybe, maybe top 30. Every single, almost every single team that has more than two wins or three wins, their quarterback is more valuable to their team than any given wide receiver. So that there's that. Then there's the fact that the actual award, as it's given out in the NFL and the NBA and a lot of other sports these days, 
isn't deter isn't based on that determination and is based on usually how good a team is, how they're winning, blah, 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 blah. So the fact that two teams in the Chiefs and the Bills are also in the same sort of win-loss columns that the Vikings are, and Jalen Hurts, who has more wins than the Vikings have, I just don't think that he sniffs the award. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't sniff it. 13 more. There's 13 players who are wide receiver slash tight end who have more touchdowns than him. 13. Like, look, he Justin Jefferson's amazing. Don't get me wrong. He's he's phenomenal. And again, that's one of the best trades of all time for both sides. I mean, he he, he don't even like like Mark Martin, he doesn't even sniff the MVP. Doesn't even sniff it. You have to lead the league in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Or yards and touchdowns. Or receptions and yards. Or receptions and touchdowns. Like, you, I mean, two out of the three of those ain't bad. If you're if you're a league-leading receiver in two out of three, like, you know, there's a lot of guys throughout the years who big receptions guy, big yards guys that they, for some reason, they don't get the ball down at the end zone. There's also big touchdown guys. You know, the, the Randy Moss is big play receivers over the years, big plays, big yardages, but they do it all on less catches. But again, Cooper cup last year, one led the league in all three, all three. Yeah. So Jerry rice. Had what one MVP? Yeah, probably 1987. He had 22 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, is that accurate? Well, Jerry Rice definitely didn't win two MVPs. Let me see. Let me see. Did he win any MVPs? No. He did not. There's all you need to know. I was incorrect. He was Offensive Player of the Year that year. Yeah. Jerry Weiss never won an MVP. He was Offensive Player of the Year, and he had 22 touchdowns. And the other year... Yeah, actually, this, this is great context. The other year, he finished second in the MVP that year, Joe. The other year that he was Offensive Player of the Year was 93 and he had he let he led the league in yards and touchdowns and yards per game and he was third in the mvp voting like i i, I like dude you gotta just put up monster numbers you, i mean you just you just have to now let's get to the game jets vikings you're up the Vikes are a three-point fave at home. This is another tough one. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 Forget Zach Wilson. Forget Mike White. Forget all of the things. Jets play defense. They do. Kirk Cousins. Do not likey. Me no likey. The uh, the idea that I would pick Kirk Cousins in a game versus a team that plays defense, that has a good defensive line, 
Sorry. I won't be doing it. Well, I went against the Vikings last week and it burned me. So go with the Vikings this well, hold week. Hold on. But but I also think the Patriots defense was, you know, I think I was I was still list I, I was still like in the past thinking about that defense. I can't do it two weeks in a go. I, I agree with you. I think the defense, they're so good. In fact, let's hop over to prize picks, which Dirtball should know at this point is our daily fantasy sponsor. Download prize picks today and play daily fantasy sports with us. Make sure you use promo code dirty when you sign up. Please do that. All first-time users that deposit and use promo code dirty will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So if you deposit 100, prize picks will give you 100. And again, these are just projections. You are playing against the projections. It's a lot of fun. NFL, NBA, NHL, college football, college basketball, you name it. I want to see what prize picks has to say about Kirk Cousins. They have more or less 255 and a half passing yards. I'm going to say less. I think this is a defensive game. Now, conversely, I feel like Mike White's passing yards might be a little too high. They have 238 and a half. Yeah, probably. I know he had a good game last week, but I don't know. So it looks like less for both Mike White and Kirk Cousins is what we're projecting. Yep. And we both are going to take the Jets to cover. All right. Next up, Commanders against your Giants. Commanders, I believe it won six of seven. Yes. It's in New York. New York and East Rutherford, New Jersey. So, you know, at some point this has to end. They they burned me last week, the commanders. I don't think they're going to burn me this week. I think the Giants need to bounce back. They need that win. I think they end that streak, and I think the Giants win. What is the spread? Minus two Washington. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, everybody, the, the rats are scurrying off the Giants' ship. Everybody... And I'm saying that because you're you are you're all rats. Um, everybody is so quick to scurry away from a Giants team that no one had even here in the first place. Oh, they were they're bubble. They're playing over their heads. They're they never they're not good. They're the worst. They're, they started out with they're the worst two win, win team in football. They're the worst three win team in football. They're the worst four win team in football. And the bottom line is the Giants are well coached. Yeah, have had injuries galore. I predicted the Giants would lose to that fucking Lions team because that's something the Giants do. This Washington team has, you know, figured it out, figured something out and are in a playoff push. But at this point, I know that that like myself, Brian Dable and the Giants are like, let's just get in the playoffs. And that's that's a great place to start. And they do that if they don't get swept by the commanders in this two game series in the next three weeks. I think the giants win the one at home for starters. And listen, I could see this game being very close and I could see it going either way on a kick at the end. But the idea that the giants have all of these injuries and play even as well against the Cowboys as they did for a half or three quarters 
tells me that they're going to show up ready to play every game, not to mention. OK, and I really do. I've like this is the first time in I don't know how long that I believed in our actual coaching staff. But the Giants have a, are on a long week. They played last Thursday. Yeah, I, I expect some some bad turnovers from Henneke. That's my prediction. Some bad fumble. I could see this being a gross 10-7 football yeah. game, a 13-10 football game, a 16-13 football game. I could see, you know, the Giants scoring one touchdown and kicking fucking sure. three field goals, kick six field goals, whatever it is, you know? All right. Titans, Eagles. Titans need to bounce back. Eagle, you're up first. I already know exactly when I saw this one what I'm doing. Eagles are four and a half point favorites at home against the Titans. Okay. Let me look at this. I made some notes on this game. What did I have it at? I'm up first, you said, right? Yeah. Uh da, 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 da. I just want to see. Has this line changed at all? It hasn't, right? Yeah, it has. It came down a little. It was it was five and a half when I when I first started making my notes. Um, I, listen to me. I'm I I feel I feel like the Titans could win this game. I know we've been saying that. We how many times have we gotten burnt? I don't know about you, but how many times have I gotten burnt on saying this is the week I could see the Eagles losing this week? Now I did happen to say it against the Commanders team, so I got the one right. They're obviously, uh, they obviously that's well. It sounds like we're both going to go Titans, right? Yeah, we're gonna go Titans. But I think like, the, I just think the t- the Titans keep it close. I wouldn't be surprised they win. They're gonna. It's gonna be a run the ugly. ball game. It's gonna be a run the ball game. It'll um, be ugly. I like Vrabel. Um, I think that the Titans have a bounce back game after the last week. Um, I like Titans. I liked it more when it was five and a half, but um, I think that at least the Titans could keep it within. You you've got it at four and a half, right? Correct. So yeah, I mean even a even a. Eagles field goal to win it. We cover. Yeah, I I, I think the Titans, I just, I, I think they're ready to play. I wouldn't be surprised if they win at all. In fact, I would be, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be a really good game. All right, Broncos-Ravens. I know this line has moved. Baltimore's now nine and a half point favorites. Wow. So the Broncos offense is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Raven, but the Broncos D is like dude, they're top three scoring defense, like top three yeah. in the league. Yeah, the Ravens' offense is not. They should that go out. Good. They should. They should. They should. Um, mortgage some of their future. Go get a quarterback this this off season to play well for this defense. Do what you got to do. Give up some first rounders if you got to get yourself a quarterback. Oh fuck, that was their plan last year. I don't think anybody saw that coming though, man. What? Excuse me? How dare you even say that? I haven't said you did not see this. You did not see this. I didn't see this, but I no. I'm saying no one saw this. No one saw this, but I saw. I saw basically this. I mean, I fucking tweeted it. I said Russell Wilson goes from being the second best quarterback in his own division to the third best quarterback in his own division. And you're right. I you're right. I didn't see this. But but that's not. That should have said. I agree. Should have said fourth. I I agreed fourth. I agreed with you there. Derek Carr is better than Russell Wilson. I should have said fourth. I wanted to say fourth. I should have nutted up and said fourth. I wanted to. So I saw this on freezing cold takes. 
So this is from ESPN. Who won the Russell Wilson trade? This is the day it happened, March 10th. Who won the Russell Wilson trade? NFL experts grade the deal from the Broncos and Seahawks perspective. The overall grade from NFL experts was A, Broncos, D plus, Seahawks. I mean, that's one of the coldest takes of all time. That's a freezing cold take. Nine and a half is a lot, though. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I'm obviously, I'm I'm stalling right now. As I, am I talking this through? Just because the Broncos are going to lose. But again, like, the, the this, this Ravens team, they're just not blowing people out. But the other part of me says, maybe the Broncos just give up. Maybe they have absolutely nothing to play for. You and I both took the Broncos last week. They got their shit pushed in by Sam Darnold. Yeah. Make a decision, Andy. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm also going to go Ravens. I The Ravens have not been scoring enough points for me to think that they're very, very good. But I also think that they come home here. Um, they do, you know, they score 24 points and that's enough to cover because the Broncos score seven. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah, you're probably right. I also the, if you look at like, if you look at the Ravens, the Ravens are almost like playing better than their, they've shown and their record. Like they're, they're right there. You know what I mean? They're like, what's their, what's the Ravens record right now? Seven they're, and four. Yeah, they're seven and four, and the Bengals are seven and four, correct? Yes. So we're, now we're in a dogfight for this division. Um, I almost think that, in a way, the Ravens just like, I mean, the, the Ravens win games when they play bad. Um, I think, yeah, I just think maybe they have a breakout game. Okay. I don't yeah. think they have a breakout game offensively. I just think they have a breakout game where it all kind of comes together. I'm, I'm predicting like a 24 10. Ravens victory. Yeah, and they'll cover that. All right, Browns, Texans. Deshaun this is the game, huh? Watson is back. Playing against his old team. I mean, he didn't play a game in like two years. Yep. Almost two seasons. There's seven point favorites, the Browns are, against Kyle Allen and the Texans. I hate to say this because I kind of thought this was an interesting story um, that the lawyers for 10 of the women that he assaulted allegedly uh, would be bringing them to the game. So the story was he's going to have to be playing in front of 10 of his accusers. I hate to say this because I kind of like that. To me, that's a bold move. You know what I mean? So I hate to say I'm taking the Browns to cover because I think Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns assault the Texans. Yeah. I mean, they were losing 30 to nothing last week at halftime. And obviously the Dolphins are much better than the Browns. But 30 to nothing. Yeah, that kill, killed me. I te- I texted you that morning when I got up. I was like, I have Kyle Allen. When did that happen? It, literally every time either one of us is picked on this Texans team, we're like, we're going to ride with Davis Mills. Backdoor Davis. 
I woke up. I was like, Kyle Allen, why? And and I'd argue, Joe, once again, the NFL PR machine is undefeated. I feel like nobody's talking about this. Maybe I'm missing things. I feel like nobody's talking about it. I know it's Houston. I know it's a 1 p.m. game. He's also going against his former team. This is just slids. It's like they were smart enough to be like 11 games. No one's going to care. Listen, I know there's been there's been a variety of responses to it. I know that you're not a LeBron James guy in anything but on court play. I know you think you know he's a great basketball player, but I know you basically hate everything LeBron does otherwise. I don't hate him. I just think he's a, I think but, he's a clown in a lot of areas. And and for him to bring up the Jerry Jones thing was a certainly a way of him deflecting from not having to talk about the Kyrie thing, which they were pressing him on. But that being said, the fact that last week, Jerry Jones, a picture came out of Jerry Jones as a, like as part of an anti-integration mob. And we talked about it for all of 30, like you and I were the only people that talked about it. And you and I talked about it for one minute. This is, is no, all we, the proof. We, we, I led the show with that. I know, but I'm saying the fact that you and I are the only people who talked about it is is proof that the NFL PR machine is undefeated and remains undefeated. A hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody's talking about this. Daniel Snyder had to sell his team in the NBA. Or uh, sorry, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy, the fucking. Why am I? The guy in Phoenix. No or Clippers. Our, Clippers, uh, Donald, Donald Sterling. Sterling, Daniel Snyder, Donald Sterling, pointing Spider-Man meme. Uh, Donald Sterling had to sell his team. Jerry Jones are like, you don't even have to talk about it, bro. We got you. I just think nobody's talking about this. E- even I forgot. I was like, Whoa. no one's not only is no one talking about it. Odell Beckham Jr. is like, yep. We're on his plan. I'm going to visit them for free. It's like the NFL doesn't give a fuck. No. And 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 that's my thing is like, dude, you you gotta like, yeah, you just get like this is what it is. They're the they are the best at it, without a doubt, the best. And I agree. I think you went first. I think the Browns just absolutely destroy them. And I think their running game is so good. They're, you know, he's not, Watson's not going to have to do too, too much. Okay. Seattle, moving on to the later games. Seattle against the Rams. This is always a hard fought game. It's in LA. What's the what's the spread? It's seven point Seattle favorites. Who's playing quarterback? Well, not Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's out. John Wolford. Oh, Wolford's back. I mean, they relatively hung in. that game dude i'm gonna take the rams to cover man wow wow because they hung in the game against uh the chiefs and i and i just think seven here's my here's here's my thought process on this 
Seattle always struggles. Now, granted, they had Russell Wilson in the past. But I just think, now, granted, that stadium's going to have a lot of, a lot of Seahawks fans. Yeah. If this was in Seattle, it'd be a no-brainer. I, I just, I don't know. Dude, here's the thing again, and you saw it last week. That Rams defense again. Like they're gonna they're they're gonna be tough in the red zone. And, and that's what I'm banking on. It's like you still have star power, legit star power defensively. Seven is too much for me. Man, this is really tough. They don't have Aaron Donald though, right? Ooh, wait, that could change. I was about yeah. to say they I was about to say they got Aaron Donald, they got Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, you just said they have legit star power defensively. I mean, they, they do, but I don't Donald. believe they have Aaron Donald. I hold on I, that that <laughs> that changes a lot because he's he's a legit game wrecker. Okay, you you talk it through. While I look it up. Well, Donald, it's t- Donald it's, is out. Yeah, I'm gonna let you talk it through because the, I'll I'll here I'll say this. I'll talk it out for you, Andy. This is a coin flip game for me with it being seven. I believe when I first looked at the line, it was seven and a half. I believe it's come down to seven. That makes me think people are on the Rams. Uh, they they hung in their last game um, with Perkins. Now they've got a guy who they won a playoff game with in Seattle against Russell Wilson. Like I feel like that seven is really kind of a coin flip for me. Um I'm tempted to take Seattle because they showed me something offensively last week in that they played in a, in a shootout and they almost won that game, but Seattle's defense is terrible. Yeah. Seattle's defense is terrible, but, um, so I'm, I'm sort of a coin flip. I'm probably just going to fade you no matter what, if you stick with the Rams, I'll probably just go Seahawks and hope for the best. Well, now I'm really questioning my pick with Aaron Donald being out. I just think he's so good. I mean, he is. He's a legit like MVP candidate on certain seasons. And you and you take him out of the equation. Okay. Pick is in. I will uh I will stick with the Rams. Okay. Then I'll stick with Seattle. I was I'm not gonna lie, I was kinda hoping you'd flip to the Seahawks, and then I could flip to the Rams, and then I could go in Wolford. We trust, but uh, I'll take the Seahawks. I'll just, I'm just gonna. This to me, this game I think is gonna be right around there. I mean, I think the Seahawks win this game. It's just a matter of how close can the Rams keep it, and um, yeah. So it's this really just a fade Ruther play on that one. Yeah, I figured. Okay. Dolphins 49ers. We obviously talked a lot about that. You're up first. The Dolphins are four point dogs in San Francisco. I'm going to pull up prize picks. Let's see what they think. Oh my goodness. I, this is a, this is a play right here. Tua is at 270 and a half passing yards. I'm saying less without a doubt. 200 and what? 70. S- it's 270 and a half. What's the spread? Four? It's four. I think this is going to be a good game. 
Yeah, I think it's good. I think this is going to be a really good game. I, if you made me pick a winner here, I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers. Me too. If you told me that the spread was two and a half, I think I'd take the Niners. I think the spread being four makes me take the Dolphins. Uh, I'm not, listen, I am a, let's go back to the two thing. I am a, you have a chance to prove something to me this week. And what you have a chance to prove to me this week is that you're a good enough quarterback. You can't prove to me you're an elite quarterback this week. I'm sorry for all the two stands out there. You can't prove to me that this week, not, not with a 350 yard, four touchdown, no interception game. No. What's going to prove to me that you're an elite quarterback is like what Andy was saying. You know, if you come to the playoffs and you go to the AFC championship game, okay. Now you could also say, well, then that proves it to everybody then. And I'm like, yeah, but also we've seen guys make runs before. To me, the, the first step in the two a thing is go out and win this game. Go out and win this game ugly. Go out and win this game, whatever. But the fact that it's a four-point spread, uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, I agree. Four is too much. If it was two and a half, I fully am on board. I would have taken the Niners. Four is too much. I think the Niners win. I think it's close. All right. Big game here in Cincinnati. Chiefs, Bengals. Chiefs are two-point favorites. Chiefs have lost (laughs) now twice in the 2022 season to the Bengals. There's a lot of things at play here. You, you know, th- this is, by the way, in my opinion, we always talk about Bills-Chiefs. I think this Bengals-Chiefs rivalry is a fun rivalry that's just now starting to blossom. Mahomes has not beaten Burrow. Now, they've only played twice. I like that, though. The Bengals both times came back from huge deficits. I've gone back and forth. First of all, I don't know why anyone in the Chiefs would be talking trash about the Bengals. Like, what's what, going on this week? Who's talking trash about the Bengals? Um, Reed on the Chiefs. The DB, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Justin Reed. I mean, and, and then Jamar Chase was like, you want to bet? He like he like didn't even know which he was alluding to. He was saying how he was gonna he was alluding to Hayden Hurst, the Bengals tight end, who's had a nice season. He's been a nice security blanket. Nothing gaudy number wise, but a nice security blanket. But anyway, he didn't he didn't know even know who he was. He said, This is what this is what Justin Reed said. You can pick anybody in this locker room, but I feel like I'm probably the last person you want to talk shit. Or no, no, that's what Hurst said. I'm sorry. Um anyway. Reed was calling Hurst a finesse type of player. He can guard anybody straight up. And then he's running on his mouth. Jamar Chase has absolutely dominated the Chiefs. Right? Is Jamar Chase playing this game? He is playing. Yeah. He's dominated. Again, the Chiefs had two big leads. I'm saying a lot. Like I, I, I could see this game going either way. I just don't see – this is what it boils down to for me. This is a game of odds right now with me. Do the Chiefs lose a third game in such a short amount of time to the Bengals? And I'm saying no. That, 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 that's what I'm doing right now. I think I – am, I am a coin flip on this game. 
I'm leaning towards the Chiefs to win and cover at minus two simply because they've lost the last two and they've blown the last two massive leads. I agree. Now, that's 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 my thing. I agree. I just I I think this game. Listen, the Bengals absolutely have their opportunity to make themselves Super Bowl contenders once again. They beat the Chiefs for a third time in a calendar year. They you know have a, they they hold pace with a Ravens team that's expected to win. Um, absolutely, but the Chiefs also didn't play fantastically well last week against the Rams. Um, I just don't see it. I think it is a game that could go either way win wise, but also um, if you made me pick a winner, I'm going to pick the chiefs. And if it's a two point game, then what am I really picking? Exactly. I'm not really factoring in the spread at all. Okay. So this game comes down to a field goal at the buzzer chiefs win. Okay. Now that, that being said, it could be a one point game, but there's just not enough wiggle room here for me to say, I'm going to pick the Bengals to cover thinking that the chiefs are going to win, which I did. And I'm the same way. Four and a half, three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Different story. I agree. Not at minus two. And if the Bengals do win this game, man, they definitely, not, not only that, think about it. If the Bengals win this game, that'll be the chief's third loss. And the Bengals would own that tiebreaker. Like the here's where the Bengals are are doing a lot of favors for themselves, which they could do down the end. They beat the Titans head to head, right? So they're going to own that tiebreaker if it came down to seeding. They still have to play the Bills. So it's like those three teams you can own tiebreakers, which could really be huge at the end here. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're both going with the Chiefs though. All right, you're up. Chargers Raiders in Las Vegas. The Raiders are one-point favorites. The Raiders are one-point favorites? Correct. They're tough at home, though, man. They are tough at home. Let me just pull something up here. You sure you have the charge? The Raiders are one-point favorites? Yeah. All right. I'm going to take the Chargers, then. I I just don't know how the Raiders are favored in this game. Well, I'm going to say the Chargers, too. This is a must-win game for the Chargers. So I think they make it work. All right, Monday Night Football. I would have put that uh, road game. I would have said, if you had said, pick the guess the line for this game, I would have said uh, Chargers minus two on the road in whatever. I think they're a better team with worse coaching, arguably, <laughs> because their coach is dog shit. Um, I think that the Chargers should be favored in this game. The fact that they're not makes me say, so do somebody know something I don't? Has the line flipped? Uh, but I'm going to stick with the Chargers. Yeah. All right. Sunday night football. God damn. We get the Colts again in prime time. Colts at Cowboys. Ten and a half point Cowboys favorites. Colts looked so bad against the Steelers. Am I up first or you? You are. I just picked the Chargers. Okay, it's prime time. God, that half point is killing me, though. I just think the Colts can't do anything offensively. I'm going with the Cowboys. I am as well. I, I just think that this is a cow. The, the Cowboys are in a spot right now to me, and I hate to do this to you Cowboys fans, but the, the, this is 
I've seen this so many times from the Cowboys. The Cowboys are in look great for the rest of the fucking season mode. Lose their first playoff game. They're going to have so many people on board by the end of the year. Uh, It's going to be, are the Cowboys actually the best team in the NFC East, even though they lost the NFC East by three games mode? And they're not. And they won't. But yeah, I think that they cruise and everybody goes, oh, look at them. Stop. They, they beat the Vikings. They beat the Giants. They piss on the Colts. I would I would argue that this Cowboys team is different because they have a great defense. That'd be my counter to that. Yeah. I think I think this this, you know, again, you got guys who can just wreck games like Micah Parsons. But we both think they're going to cover. Okay, Monday Night Football, Saints Bucks in Tampa Bay. Huge game for this awful division. Three and a half point Bucks faves. You're up first for our last I'm, pick. I, I'm straight up sick of of picking the Bucks. Me too. The Bucks just keep burning me. Three and a half. It was two and a half, maybe three and a half. I mean, the Saints have have you know a, a fairly good defense. Why is it? Why is it? Why? Why are we doing with this game? By the way, like, like I thought the flex. I know they can't flex Monday night. Yeah, I think they can only flex Sunday night. You got to get rid of this Colts Cowboys. Why is the Bengals Chiefs not flexed to Sunday night? I don't think they can flex until next week. They've already flexed. The Bengals Steelers was supposed to be a Sunday night game. It got flexed out. That was November. The Bengals Steelers game got flexed to- out. Yeah, that was supposed to be a Sunday night game, remember? Because they're they're in the all white, right? Okay, Got flexed out, dude, dude. And and you talk about Jerry Jones owning the NFL. Here's a prime example. The NFL will not think about this, guys. The NFL will not flex out. This is this is what's wrong with the NFL. They will not flex out a Cowboys Colts ten and a half point point difference game spread. Can't even talk. They won't flex that out for Bengals Chiefs. You give me one reason why. The only reason is Jerry Jones has such a stranglehold of the NFL. Bengals his- Chiefs, Dolphins Niners. This is what I'm saying. Two great games. Why are those games not in prime time? Um, they tried to flex them into prime time and Jerry Jones showed up with the 14 other white boys and stopped them <laughs> from entering Sunday night. They're like, go the fuck home. We don't want you. I mean, it's absurd. Honestly, you should have seen this coming when Jerry Jones didn't let Bengals chiefs use the same water fountain as him. You can't sit here. Jerry Jones, what a piece of trash. Anyway, I'm taking the Saints. (laughs) Oh, so the deadline. Here's what's interesting, Joe. See, and, and this is what I don't like. The deadline to flex that game out was November 22nd. I'm reading an article on it. That the was the were really the Colts were really bad before that. Exactly. 
And I know the Bengals have won two straight since then, and a lot of these teams, and the Niners as well. Come on, though. Come on. That's a stupid-ass move by the NFL. Anyway, Bucks saints three and a half. You forgot one thing. Primetime Andy Dalton is a disaster. I'm True. going with the Bucks to win and cover. Wow. I mean, is he the worst quarterback in primetime? Probably. I did like, forget about that. Fuck. I'm pulling it up right now. Dude. I mean, the first headline is worst primetime records by QBs starting since Andy Dalton is six and eighteen in primetime. <laughs> He's completed 59.7% of his passes, 29 touchdowns to 20 interceptions. All right. I fucked it up. <laughs> Watch. Dalton's going to have the game of his life. He's going to come back to haunt me. That'll be one, though. If you lose, you're going to be pissed about. Yeah, I am. Well, at least you're going to have a buddy on your team. You're going to have uh, Ethan. Oh, Ethan slash Jameis 101. Oh, right. Out there tweeting. All right. That's our uh, week 13 picks. Looking forward to it. Give us a call. 310-359-8365. Also, leave a review. I opened up the show saying that if you drop a podcast review on Apple or if you rate us on Spotify, I will send you two koozies. I got koozies I want to get rid of in the mail. Just leave your Twitter, Instagram handle in that Apple review. And if you do it on Spotify, send me a screenshot of your rating and I'll get you two koozies in the mail. Pretty simple. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok, I believe, at The Dirty Sports. Andy brought up Cameo during the show. Kato Kalen's on Cameo. I'm on Cameo. I, I hadn't even thought about it. I don't ran, I randomly push cameo from time to time, but fuck it. Let's go. I'm going to push my cameo right now because I don't have anything else to do. I'm literally bedridden once again, this time with a Texas size serving of COVID. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the fucking COVID. So if you want me sweaty and disgusting sitting in bed, sending you a cameo, I'm on cameo. Otherwise, you can follow all my social media at Joe Prano or my Twitter at Fix Your Life. Uh, probably not going to be a whole lot being posted on there in the coming future because I'm in bed with COVID. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for again for all the dirt balls that came out to Texas. Let's make it a thing. I've got shows coming up in, well, first week of January uh, via Andy and Randy and the suite at the Bengals game. We're, I'm going to go on to New York. So the first week of uh, January, I'll be doing some shows in New York City. Keep your eyes peeled to JoePrano.com for that. Then I will be in Vegas once again at the Comedy Cellar in January. I'll be there the 16th to the 22nd. And then the 27th and 28th of January, I will be at the Dead Crow Comedy Club in Wilmington, North Carolina. Some of you guys saw me there last year with Eddie. Now I'm coming back to headline. And then... The first weekend of February, the third and fourth, I'll be in San Francisco for Sketch Fest. So all those dates and more soon to be put on JoePrano.com. All right. That is our show. Get healthy, Prano. 
We'll be back on here on Monday. Have a great weekend, Dirt Balls. And as, and always, as always, fuck Texas. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. You had something you wanted to add. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas, Joe, including the vid. <laughs> and as always, stay dirty. <laughs>